hello everyone and welcome to the latest and the fifth episode of the PL Report podcast. We are live on YouTube today as you can clearly see and uh, if you're not online on YouTube and you're listening to us on some format, thank you for doing that because we've just come on uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, a couple of others but I don't really know much about them so I don't didn't really bother talking about them to be honest. I'll, I'll let you know guys know more next week when I figured these things out a bit more. And with me is obviously, as always, is Ayush. Uh, we don't have a special guest this week. We're going back to our normal format. And uh, first of all, I think we need a bit of a... Like, we need to talk about what really happened in the past week. It's It's been a dark week for yeah. football fans all over the world. And especially fans like us, who are not really from the countries where European football is played. I live in one of those countries, but it's still like we're still. I'm I'm still an Indian person, and Ayush as well is living in India right now. Even he's planning to go out later on in his life. But we are still Indians, and uh, it's it's uh, it's been especially hard for us this ESL thing. Like I personally believe I'm not trying to pretend as if I'm talking on behalf of all uh, uh, Indian people or uh, South Asian people or whatever you want to call it, but. Uh, I personally felt that uh, we were scapegoats in this ESL format as well. Because uh, the idea that uh, the uh, guys like uh, Fl- Florentino Perez and uh, Andrea Agnelli and uh, Joel Glazer, who have no nothing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll stop this. I'll first let, let us talk about the ESL. Ayush, mm. go and let us, like, let everybody who's here right now know what exactly the ESL was. So the ESL was basically planning to have two, 12 founding members with three additional to be announced, which was supposedly Bayern, PSG and Dortmund, if I'm not wrong. And then they had yeah. that format of like have, replacing the Champions League. So this was actually planned in and plotted by the clubs, which are actually getting Champions League regularly. And they thought they had the birthright to get into the league without any qualification process. Like Arsenal, Man United, Tottenham, even Real Madrid, even though they were comfortably getting the Champions League, I think they were the Perez, the Papa Perez, you know, the president was doing it to yeah. get out of the depth of his own club and say that he's saving football apparently. And like how 16 to 24 year olds aren't interested in football as they used to be yeah, due yeah, to yeah. the quality of matches, which is utter bullshit just to get his own club out of debt. And all of these greedy owners yeah. who don't give a fuck about football, like Stan Kroenke, the Glazers. Agnelli, yeah. you know why they did it. Now, they don't give one fuck about football. It affected the fans. Yeah. That's why there was so much outrage from Gary Neville, yeah. Jamie Carragher, James yeah. Milner. So many players spoke out. Gosens also. So, hmm. you tell me. Were you with the idea of the ESL? Well, obviously not. Like, uh, I think uh, I'll like try and expand on what you just said. Uh, the idea behind this was basically... it's. I, I, uh, I would kind of disagree with one thing you said not about just money here i think it's about money and control this is not the first time i'm talking about this in a public forum i talked about this with my friend i think you're lagging out for me sorry about the technical difficulties guys uh, yeah. So, what basically it's about, it's about control. They want to 
hold on to the concept like they basically want football as a sport to be in the palm of their hands and this was their big plot uh, ploy or whatever you want to call it to ensure that this happens and uh, it's 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 morally bankrupt it's disgusting we already know what it is it's uh, it's basically it's capitalism in in one one moment like to like to uh, encapsulate the concept of capitalism and the concept of billionaires and how people turn become billionaires it's this way like it's the only like that's how you do it you have to tell everybody else to fuck off you mm. have to tell everybody else that you don't deserve this and it's about like pissing off and fucking over as many people as possible for your own personal gain that is what this is about this is about the audacity of people who have not contributed anything to the history of their clubs the club's history did not start from florent uh, real madrid's history did not start from florentino perez andrea agnelli was not the founder of juventus these clubs have had hundreds of years of history and people who have dedicated their lives to this they like i'm not even talking about the players and the coaches and the manager i'm talking about yeah, it's not even their fault you know even they were getting fucked by this the chances of them yeah, qualifying like, i'm, I'm not blaming anybody tough. right now i'm just i'm just talking about how much these clubs can mean to people especially people who have grown up with it like we and me and you we aren't exactly the people who are most affected by this okay yeah we don't live in the in 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 uh, next to emirates stadium or old trafford we haven't had our parents give us a manchester united or a chelsea jersey when we were 3 years old and then we go sit on their shoulders and go to the stadium and watch the games i don't think either of us have actually been like yeah. i haven't been in an actual uh, uh, premier league stadium i don't think you have either like no i haven't yet <laughs> no about like ah uh, the technical difficulties are a huge problem today sorry guys yeah. so uh, i'm not trying to belittle us or people like us who are not but but i think we need to first talk about those guys who have bled and put in their sweat and tears for a season ticket and they've been going every single weekend for the past how many ever years like those guys were about to get fucked by this because these guys just for their own money like just for their own personal gain because nobody else is going to gain from this they were willing to sacrifice everything and everything on the shoulders of others now let's talk about guys like you and me like we became scapegoats in this not directly because we are already football fans but a lot of the talk around this was that we want new fans we want to expand into areas like china india and places like the us like uh, and uh, some parts of africa maybe i don't know like i don't know exactly what the long term plan was but uh, like these guys were uh, dangling the concept of global fans and all those things and played global fans and local fans and uh, local fans or fans who have been fans for generations against each other so that they could uh, like that that's what they do because that's that, that's what the objective of their being is to fuck over as many people and to create as much tension between people as possible so that they can get reap the benefits of that and uh, like ev- everywhere you look twitter is like oh fuck these global fans and f- fuck these guys because they are yeah i think they are the reason we are getting ruined because 
now nobody cares about the european fan or the south american fan they all want the asian fans and shit like that but me and you sitting here we were equally appalled by this whole thing exactly like, people were blaming us they were like this? saying that they were saying the people who are usually supporting esrs are the ones who haven't been to a stadium i mean just because we're not in the same country we still stand against esl we're on the same page i don't think we are supposed to be hated on for this it's not us yeah, demanding yeah we're not it's not we, we didn't we never asked for this like this is not exactly. what we wanted we were happy seeing what do you say real madrid versus barcelona twice a year that's that's fine with us we don't want like, big pictures every yeah. day yeah exactly we didn't exactly. we never asked for this we didn't want blockbuster fixtures every week midweek and whatever nonsense perez was talking about like yeah. we want the what's best for football we want underdog stories we want the magic we want we wanted to feel we want to feel those things that football makes us feel and this was not the way this was not this had nothing to do with the fans this was not for the fans this was just for greedy pigs to try and fill as much shit in their mouth as they could exactly and, uh, the amount of money it's, each uh, and every club was making just by being part of that thing being part of that initiative that's a bullshit number i believe do, do, do you exactly. think that's a, like i don't think that's a bullshit like jp morgan was backing this nonsense and uh, like they were pretending like it's not like because the numbers that were being talked about they're all uh, what do you call it they're all loan repayments like the 350 million that they're supposed to get they're supposed to pay that back and like like what if like if this thing starts in the 2 3 years they'll milk the 350 million as much as possible because broadcasting deals would not be that much and then they'll be like fuck this shit now that i have to start paying this shit back i'm going to leave this club i'm going to sell it off to the next guy and let the next guy get fucked over by this exactly that, that could think, have happened yeah. like we we don't know what could have happened but this could have been a possibility right now even all the uh, english clubs owners most of them are looking to sell off their clubs right now because of the backlash and hate they got because of the esl Now, do you think that's going to happen? Like, honestly speaking, like, uh, do you think that's ha- going to happen, Ayush? I think United is going to be sold by the Glazers for sure by the end of this summer. I okay. think even Ed Woodward is resigning, if I'm not wrong, yeah. by the end of the season. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I'm pretty yeah. sure Stan Kroenke he's been backed into a corner mm. to sell it, and there was already a Nigerian uh, billionaire. I'm not. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. Who has an in- vivid interest? That in sounds Arsenal. a bit shady, to be honest. Like Nigerian billionaire, automatically you think of an email spam. But <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, billionaire. That's a joke. I have. I. I yeah, don't know yeah. anything about this man. Like I'm just giving. Yeah. Cracking a joke. Like please don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's me. been an avid interest. Uh, interest. He's been having an avid interest in buying okay, Arsenal okay. for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. And I think Stan Kroenke would finally look to sell it because of the back. I don't think any fan likes him from Arsenal. I've been an Arsenal fan for I like. I don't think. I, I I think most of these owners, like you, I think John, uh, Henry John W. Henry is the only one of these guys who actually had a shred of credibility with the support base. And he's he's flushed it down. Oh yeah, but you know like what was the rumors going out hmm? about that? Yeah, I mean the apology video that he posted in his glasses it was showing he was reading it all from a laptop. Yeah, that's I'm not Every surprised line. by that, but it it may it's it's better than what uh, every club except Arsenal did. At least Arsenal said sorry, like. Yeah, I mean like, that wasn't even okay. Let's 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 you know? talk a little bit about their apologies. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about the actual thing because now it seems like it's going to be a relic of the past. Even though Perez and Juventus and uh, Barcelona, uh, I believe uh, Barcelona it's, it's are still sticking around. Yeah, it's on a pause, I think Barcelona apparently. are the one who got away the best with this, didn't they? Like they yeah. they had a new they needed the money desperately. Place. They did. They did need the money, but they're, they're like okay. Uh, let let's let's kill this thing once and for all, Ayush. Like. 
I am going to like whatever Perez said, right? Let's. I'm going to debunk that right now, and I'm going to tell you why he's a fucking asshole and a fucking liar. He created this, like the concept of Barcelona and Real Madrid having so much debt. First of all, Barcelona's debt was there before the pandemic. Okay, Real Madrid mm, yeah, were not yeah, yeah. In a, a crunch financial, but Barcelona. We've been talking about this for a couple of years. Like mm. we know, we know this, but uh, I think uh, it's important that we uh, convey it to. Uh, Our viewers, yeah, like convey to everybody who's watching this that Barcelona's problems had nothing to do with this, the, with the pandemic and whatever bullshit excuses they've been giving. The, these guys have been giving. Like Barcelona's president hasn't said much on this topic. Let's just be clear about that. So, uh, uh, first things first, the the pandemic did not cause Barcelona's debts. The second thing is they have been. creating so much uh, the, the pyramid of the of la liga itself and you look at it the amount of prize money that is being given from for the first team to the last team and the broadcast money and everything it is so unequally shared like if you don't have competition in your league when people know that only three teams are in mathematical contention to win the championship at the beginning like because like there is no probability of sevilla or getafe or uh, Athletic Bilbao, or any of these yeah. clubs in Athletic Bilbao, Real Sociedad, like 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 these these guys 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 have no no chance of winning the 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 league at any point. even 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 in in this this season season when when everything was was so badly fucked for these big clubs, even then these guys could not muster a title challenge, and that's not their fault because they are playing on a much much smaller budget than these guys. Real Madrid and Barcelona have such huge budgets, and because they get so much money from the Champions League and all So the league is uncompetitive, and because the league is uncompetitive, people are broadcasters do not want to spend money to try and buy this. Why would I spend a lot of money on a league in which most people will not watch the games because it's not competitive enough? Competitive exactly. enough. I mean, you have created this. Fuck you for saying that. So, like, do you want to say a couple of things on this? No, no, I completely agree with you on that. He has ruined football, and he, when he's trying to say that he's saving it. By just looking in favor of his own club and the greedy owners, like look, I mean, look at Italy. Like, uh, uh, okay, uh, I'll let you complete. Sorry, man. Yeah, no. Tell me one thing. Even if the twelve hmm. clubs in the Super League stood, and the UEFA hmm. and FIFA rules were that you will be banned from the domestic league and you will be hmm. banned from participating in any FIFA World Cup or Euros, then what will hmm. happen? Do you think the players and the staff won't boycott? Do they not want to play for their country first, other than a club? Well, uh, I think they would just be like runaway leagues are not new to the concept of sport. So some players who would have really wanted the money, and if the money was being provided by these by the ESL, some would have gone. But quite a lot of them wouldn't have gone. Like a guy exactly. like Kevin De Bruyne, I cannot imagine him playing in the ESL long term. A guy like Bruno Fernandez, I cannot imagine him in the ESL long term. Cristiano Ronaldo, I cannot names, imagine him. Even Messi, they won't stay. Most of Cristiano the Cristiano Ronaldo, I think I would I would hold in higher regard in terms of love for his country because Messi has had a yeah. complicated relationship with Argentina. Like, uh, I mean, I'm that's not, a I'm different topic already. Yeah, exactly. I know, but love and hate topic. Yeah, that's why I gave Cristiano Ronaldo as my name because that guy unequivocally, uh, unequivocally, unequivocally loves Portugal. And yeah. he loves his national team, and he is willing to give everything for that team. Like the he doesn't even need more money. Like statistically and realistically, he is not even greedy yeah, for they, money. He he's reached the like point of think... life. I think you've lagged out again. What is it mean?
Yeah, uh, uh, sorry guys. I think you so, lagged out. Okay. You're lagging. Your voice is cracking and it's lagging. Hey, can you hear me? Is now? it better now? Yeah, it's better now. I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Okay. Let's get on with this. So, uh, uh, I I don't like some guys like Ronaldo and LeBron James. These guys are such big athletes. Now I don't think they care about the actual salaries that they're earning from the clubs. I I'm not saying it's nothing, but I'm saying that these guys can establish themselves as businessmen going forward. they don't need to coach i honestly don't think cristiano ronaldo is going to coach in this uh, as a foot uh, like coach in a, as a footballer like as a football coach he I might mean. just invest uh, in some club if i'm not wrong he'll just yeah I, in not even club. invest with some club i think he can do a lot of shit he's one of the most recognizable people in the world like he can do so many things like there are so many options why would you want to stick with football until unless you like it's just the love of the game that's the only reason that's going to keep ronaldo in this club and i think mm. like he understands his popularity and everything around it okay yeah, this is a bit off topic so i think let's get back to the esl and uh i i i don't know what else to to like, say man like it's 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 a uh, it's 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 been a ridiculous couple of days and uh, thank god uh, each and every fan decided to boycott it and actually worked for the english premier league at least i i actually I followed mean, unfollowed the manchester united twitter account just just so that i could do my part like that's the only thing i did but yeah And and yeah, rail true. about it on a podcast, but nobody really sure. watches that. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm happy that all six English clubs which were a part of this backed out, and that's how much the fans had power. I mean, that was well. They to had to because I think they, those are the only that's the only league in which they do not have that uh, stronghold over the other teams. Like in La Liga and in Serie A, the power is not equally balanced. In the Premier League, it's better balanced. So at least the other. power like it's still not an unfair one it's still an unfair pyramid but uh, it's it's a bit better like okay mm. uh, let's uh, i think i think we should be done with this for now like uh, i don't know if we need to talk more about this yeah i don't see just reason to props to psg dortmund and bayern for rejecting the offer i mean that was yeah, a good thing no doubt, mean, no doubt. runs no on doubt. the fans and that was very evident since the start that was just good to see yeah that, I mean, uh, there is no doubt about that i think Yeah. So, okay. Let's move on to the next one. Let's move on to. Uh, let's talk about the actual Champions League that is going to come into play yeah. in twenty twenty four. Okay. So let's I have talk this about the new rules. We'll, yeah. Uh, just... I'll I'll read out important things that we should know from this. Okay. The first things first. Instead of thirty two teams, it's thirty six teams. Yeah. And the second important thing is that, uh, like every team, instead of playing six group stage fixtures, they will play ten fixtures against ten different teams. Five of them will be home. Five of them will be away. Okay. and uh, the additional four slots i think this is what's important so the three there are three criteria for this first one uh, one of them is going to go to the club that ranked third in the championship of the association in the fifth position that is france so france will have a third uh, uh, automatic qualifying team okay so uh, another so wait, will be so a part from a... the already three teams qualifying they'll have a fourth team qualify or the i'm confused What? I'm confused. I didn't understand what you said. So, if the is it going to be the French league's third position yeah, team qualifying? Yeah, the third team will qualify. Uh, the ranked th- uh, one of the additional places will go to the club th- ranked third in the championship of the association or in fifth position. 
So four teams are confirmed from four leagues. The fifth team has, uh, I think, three slots out of which one is a qualifier. You have to qualify for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so the third slot will become a qualifier slot, like will become an automatic slot, and the fourth oh. one you'll have to qualify for, which is the same for oh. the other uh, top five teams. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that's how it's going to be now. So that's one of the okay. slots that additional slot. So France basically gets on par with the other four. That's a mm-hmm. good thing. So the other is called uh, awarded to a domestic champion by extending from four to five the number of clubs qualifying via the so-called champions path. I don't get this honestly. I'm not sure what this means. I think yeah, I, mean, uh, I think one of the other, isn't uh, other... Of an, I don't think there's much enough uh, much of an uproar of the UEFA rules because firstly it's happening from 2024. So they've dodged a bullet of announcing yeah. it so early that it's not even relevant today today's date. Yeah, so the I, I think mean, I think three and four yeah. are the slots which have contra- are controversial because slot two is fair because that's a call that you have to qualify for it again. So yeah. I think uh, so Plus that that's fine. Such complicated the, rules that you can't even I think it's not from one of the top five leagues, this slot two. So that's a good thing. I'm very I'm quite mm. positive on that. And the slots three or four is awarded to two clubs with highest club coefficients that have not automatically qualified. Yeah, so this is but again I'm, the birthright thing. This but I qualified either for Champions League qualification or Europa League. Okay. Okay, so you have to be in the top seven. Like you can't just if, yeah. if Arsenal for some somehow turn up like or uh, let, let's keep a team which has been in the Champions League more recently. So like Tottenham. Like if Tottenham finish less than seven, they cannot qualify for this. Hmm. So they have to be in any of the qualifier slots for at least the three major competitions that we have. It's not a great rule, but it's not absolutely bad, bad shit. Like, yeah, I mean saw. they've not completely disbanded the old format. They've just made a few twitches and everything, which may or may not be good. I right think the, now. the that one is weird though. Like putting every thirty-six teams in one group stage and having ten games, like that just feels weird, doesn't it? Like, yeah. honestly, like. And uh, I like don't they think it's going to be the best idea. Game. I think yeah, it was the see. top eight who will go for the qualifiers. And, uh, yeah, top eight qualify, and nine uh, to twenty fourth will play a uh, round of sixteen qualifier thing kind of thing. So nine, 9 to twenty fourth. Nine to twenty fourth will have a playoff. Like so, the teams oh. that eight teams that win from there, they're in the round of sixteen. So they've added, oh, wow. added fixtures here also. I think the yeah, league cup so, will have to be disbanded for this, won't they? Yeah, I think the it will be too hectic. It, and I think the Champions yeah, League would be kind of like you know the breaks that Champions League has in December and hmm. uh, what do you say November? I don't think they'll be having that anymore. It'll be throughout the year now. Yeah, I guess maybe like uh, I don't think they'll have to though. Like I, because that fixture is pa- that time period is packed, especially with winter breaks. You can't get rid of winter breaks. That's not possible because um, I think most teams should introduce a winter break. But uh, yeah, but uh, I think every team has to play at least ten games. So firstly, that's ten that games in the group stage. Uh, a round of thirty-two playoff thing, like that's that's for sixteen teams. Yeah, and uh, then uh, you get back to the normal Champions League. Normal format. So yeah, I think it's so going to be longer than twelve games. Actually, I think uh, instead of six. Yeah, so that's so, double. That's pretty much a lot. If you even if you take one. Yeah, game I think you you'll have to disband the league cup at least. Like those uh, tertiary tournaments, like at least secondary competition is fine. That should be. Yeah, okay. I think the, the FA, FA Cup, cup will still stand. I think the Carabao Cup will be. I think the league cup they'll have to get rid of. Yeah, the Carabao Other teams don't have those, so, and mm-hmm. they have better schedules also. So I think they should be 
they should be fine i don't know let's see how it goes like the scheduling and all those things like the, that's a secondary issue like that comes in when it has to come in right now we don't have to really care about it so okay let's uh, like do you want to talk more on this like do you no i think this is a problem not for now i guess i mean even if it is going to be a problem it's going to be 3 years down the line so i think the well no it is going to be a problem now because they have to confirm this now like if, i think i think I the think problem is like, the format is confirmed it's, it's a I problem but i don't uh, i think the problem is not with the problem is with the distribution of money that's what they have to really look at and yeah. uefa can't give the top clubs too much money again like you that's what you have to figure out and that's where the problem lies they'll give too much money to on the top it will not trickle down the competition becomes uneven and these fuckers again ask for a super league and there's a good chance yeah. next time they'll be granted so that's let's uh, let's wait and see like uh, i think we we've, we've discussed more than what we can on this enough i guess yeah so so let's start off by the fa cup semis only no no let's let's we have so, to first talk about the uh, resignation of edward bird like uh, oh. just a small bit on it i guess uh, edward bird sure, and sure. uh, andre agnelli did not uh, officially resign did he no i think he said he would and then he didn't so that was a worrying sight for juventus fans what's going on maybe he'll resign at the end of yeah. the year yeah let's see like let's uh, i don't know i think there are a lot of clubs fans who don't like their owners <laughs> and presidents and everything it's a common thing you're lagging again yeah i know i can even hear some sound issue also dude i don't know what's yeah is it better now yeah it's better now i i think we'll have to live with it this week man i usually like next week we should yeah. be better because uh, my we'll try figuring out on. something for next week yeah no i i just have to sit downstairs that's mainly what will solve this oh. for us <laughs> like there's somebody at home so i can't sit downstairs right now that's the issue oh, okay okay so so uh, ed woodward's resignation let's uh, well i don't think it means a lot to be honest i don't think the glazers are going to sell i think it's they, you it's, don't it's, uh, manchester united gets them too much money like they, they if they sell they'll have to be forced to sell like force force like the fans think... have to completely disavow them refuse to enter over ever that's... again Actually, believe that that's going to happen. I think that process yeah, has already started after the SL. I think everyone yeah, now, like on today morning, of, like uh, yeah, like today morning, the Carrington training the ground and everything that happened. That's a positive. I see that as a positive. I see that as uh, at least this. Uh, they're billionaires man they don't have shame they concept of shame is uh, alien to them that's true so, let let let's see how it goes like um, i i i don't really they, i do you, do you, do you have anything else to say about this no i just envy fans and teams which have owners that like their clubs you know like roban abramovich like the, the amount of stuff he does for chelsea and even daniel levy to some extent at least he's there for the games and he's like trying to do what's in his best interest for the club even if does he's not doing the right thing every time i mean of course they're better does. than glazers but uh, like compare it to the guy who owns leicester city who died a couple of years ago look at the love for that man look at the love for his son leicester the city loves him because yeah, he's put I in mean, so much money into the city and he created such a positive bond with the city like uh, it's been uh, 
like i'm not saying he's these guys are made of gold or anything but they're they're much much better than any of the big six especially because they didn't try to betray their fans like yeah, roman I mean, abramovich did that he betrayed his fans stan kroenke did that he betrayed his fans so fuck I mean, but, all of those six and, yeah true yeah, but i think chelsea and manchester city were the first ones to back out i think chelsea the second the approach yeah but the, the does fans. that make it right Does that make everything they did right? It doesn't make it just right. Just because they didn't want to miss start. out. FOMO is the reason. They they blamed FOMO for it, man. That was their comment. Like if you look at that statement, they could have just written it was FOMO, and that would have explained everything that they did. So fuck them as well. I mean, yeah. I'm just like, at least Abramovich spends money on his club, you know, for transfers and shit. Yeah, I understand that. I understand your point. Like I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean, I'm not They're saying better. he's not. He, I'm not saying he's a yeah, saint yeah, or anything yeah. by far. He's just better yes, than what yes, we have yeah. as Arsenal and United. Yes. Yeah, no, that that that's why we both have to say these things so that it's apparent. Like our stand on it has to be there. That fuck every owner, fuck all those twelve, all those twelve who went in on this. You have, you will pay for this. You have to pay for this. All of you, not five of yeah. you, not four of you, not seven of you. All of you. I hope Perez Perez gets assassinated or something, man. Like fuck that. Like this is done. He's That's already fucked too many people over. Order, but yeah, I'd say no, design. No, I don't want somebody to starter. do it, or I'm not going to pay somebody to do it. Like just just get him out. Just get him out. Don't even kill him. Just get him out. Let him let him watch. Yeah, I think just Real Madrid shouldn't be allowed to participate in U uh, UEFA and Champions League. If he's still the president, like make something like I that. I apologize for the assassination <laughs> statement, man. Like that that is unnecessary. You're right. Yeah, I guess I'm just, a like, bit angered. It just it just hurts, man. Like it's uh, like the you are earning money. Look at people like lo- look at everybody else, man. Like for normal people, it's such a hard time to exist. Like even for me, like I'm I am currently looking for work, and I'm I'm not even the top uh, like like I'm in the top ten of people who are able to enjoy their lives. Like I'm able to sit here host a podcast every Thursday. Like I have I have. I'm yeah, we're all privileged like that. Yeah, like it's uh, like ima- like and even I have a I'm having a bad time because everyone is. I can't even imagine like people who are depend who do not have any alternative ways of sustenance like from mon- monetarily or financially. And these fuckers are talking about saving football and shit like that. You have no idea what we, uh, people are going through, man. Let's not pretend. just just don't just stop lying to yourself you're not lying to us because we know what our situation is like i know what my situation is i don't know what the situation is for somebody who's worse off than me I, so uh, like somebody whose parents got covid or something like that because india is yeah. really bad right now everywhere you look there mm. is covid and um, lonely perez is pretending he understands those things no he does not he has no clue these guys have no clue and Honestly. that is why the uh, the agnelli poster where he's stabbing a football right Hmm. That that could have been like, you could have written fans' hearts on that football and it would have been appropriate because they tried to kill the fans. Like an old person, there's a good chance some of them might have had a heart attack looking at this. Like yeah, I mean this is this is disgusting. What they top five leagues? Yeah, like like screw them all, screw all twelve of them, screw them all. and especially for like like manchester city especially i see them as being like they were pretending as they are the small guys they are being discriminated against they are being fucked with and then you go ahead and do this especially when you've done so much for the community you've tried to do so much for the community it means nothing now you've lost all every ounce of goodwill has been lost 
So I think we should move on. Let's move on and talk about yeah. the FA Cup semi-finals. Do you want to talk about the semis first, or you want to end with the semis? I think we'll start with the semis. Uh, okay. So, well, first things first. Uh, Tuchel had to. Uh, uh, another. I think we should talk about one more thing. Let's talk a bit about uh, how these players and the managers have been put out. And completely, like they had to face the brunt of the media and of the oh, yeah. fans, and even Chelsea uh, versus Brighton. It's the cow- most cowardly thing, right? Like, uh, like none of them did anything. Petr Cech, like, like Petr yeah, Cech he, is not responsible. He got for, out of the bus. This is all ownership level shit. Like these yeah, guys had nothing to do with it. Most of them didn't the even players, know this was happening. And the worst part is the players and the staffs are suffering. You know, Petr Cech had to yeah. get out of the bus just for them to yeah, get yeah, in the yeah. match and not get for the yeah. match. Get late for the yeah, match. Yeah, he had know? to calm the fans down. And yeah, and they're all screaming, "Screw you!" Like they think it's Petr Cech's fault. Yeah, everyone. You can't is... blame the fans. They, like it's it's the so much of the fault goes towards the owners. You can't really blame the fans. You can't really blame the players. You can't I blame think the manager. You can't most blame of them the weren't even in the loop. staff also. Nobody most... was. Nobody was, man. Nobody. I mean, there's this, there's this, you know, thing that at least they knew, even if they didn't have a right to stay. They didn't even know about it. They got to know as, uh, as soon as the media outburst. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you can't even blame the players. The staff is just the owner. Like imagine, like Solskjaer was in the middle of a match when this thing was announced. Like, and he had to talk about it at the end, and he was thrown to the dogs. How the hell is that man supposed to respond? What do you expect exactly. of him? He has no this control over that. Period. This has yet no man. Like he has, he got, like a guy like him. He has nothing to do with this. Like he, this is not even part of his, like close to part of his job. Answering questions about a super league that had, that had no, like there was no communication to him from anybody at the club, and that just tells you how much these they they, they don't even care about the players. They don't care about the players at all. The oh, yeah. players are just the a way to make money. They are they could enslave them if they could. Like they, they they could not give a shit about the players, man. Like at all. At all, and the guys who understood it, they came out and they talked about it because they understood that yeah. these these owners have nothing to do with the club. These owners have nothing to do with the players. They, these owners have no. They will not answer to the players for anything. Like the players have are just a look same same as a cow or a sheep or something like that. Like they are just a ways of making money. That's all they are. They are just. Uh, you're lagging again. I don't think it's 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 from my side. I'm really sorry, and I can't really much about it. I apologize. Okay, let's move on to the FA Cup semis. Like it's it's been hard, man. That's why I didn't even watch much of the games. Like I couldn't put myself to it. Let's talk the about worst part was okay. there weren't even many games to like get your head off this, you know. Like, yeah, there was so nothing much. very interesting going on. Like I was, I do you know what I was doing this weekend? I was watching IPL and Formula One. I could not care yeah, about football. Yeah, you know, I started watching IPL because of how boring the recent fixtures and everything have been. It's not even just yeah, like think... they're not big fixtures. It's the way that they're playing. Yeah, and it's all spread out unnecessarily. Like why did why do do we have so many different times? I don't like that. Like I'm not going to watch football all day. I couldn't give, I couldn't care after a point, and that. That's where you lose me, and you lose a lot of people like me. We're not going to watch all the games because just because you separated them out. The pre like schedule before the pandemic was much much better. Like se- se- few games going on at the same time, 
I can pick one of those. I can watch the team I want to watch. And then maybe one big fixture at the end of the day. That's more than enough for a day for football. Because I'm, we are not getting paid to watch football. We watch football out of our own happiness to enjoy ourselves. So, I'm going to pick and choose how much I watch. So, I didn't watch either of the semi-finals, just to be clear. Like, I, I read about it, but I didn't watch it. Go ahead, Ayush. Okay, so I think I covered the Chelsea versus Manchester City yeah. recap also. I think I hmm. you can check it out. Basically, Chelsea pretty much dominated City at their own game in the hmm. first half. Okay. I think 1 0. Hmm. It was a pretty dull match in score line wise, but it was quite healthy. are known for their possession, and without their possession, they looked lost in the game. Like they didn't have it a looked like a bit of a final, team. didn't it? Like because uh, because I think which of these whichever of these teams won their game, they yeah, yeah basically sure that they would have won the trophy. So yeah, I mean I think it won't be such a final in, in a way of speaking. I'm not trying to dismiss uh, Leicester no, City no, at no, all. I I'm completely just agree. That's just how it it's is. just that beating yeah. Manchester City is much more of a ta- task than beating Leicester City. To be yes. real, in current yes. form also. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I think that was a good game by Chelsea. They managed to get, mm. I think, uh, the team over and had a good performance. You know, that's why mm. that's why people are like coming at why don't they play Tammy Abraham? He's a top scorer of the club. But like when you look at games wise, if he's not scoring goals, he's pretty much useless. He can't pass, he can't make plays. I mean, Timo Werner, at least he's giving his all for the club, even if he can't finish for sure. He's shit. not useless, he's different. Like you have to figure out how to play with Tammy Abraham. And they they last year they did figure out how to play with him. He's going to be he's going to be your target man advance forward kind of striker. Like he's going to put the ball in the box yeah, to him. He's going to be able to finish for you. He can yeah, do I mean, a bit of hold up play. Not... He's not the greatest at it. Especially compared that's not to fitting over... into the system of Tuchel right now. That's why he's not being played. So fans yes, have to that understand is why that. he's not being played. Exactly, exactly. You've hit the nail on the head. That's exactly why he's not playing. And I think he's not yeah, going yeah. to play much for Tuchel ever. like Because he's just not yeah, Tuchel's kind of... Just the system. I think Tuchel and, runs uh, much more of a possession based in a fast hmm. lineup. You know, He even plays Havertz as a false knight and everything. And everybody on the team has to be able to play the ball well into space. Like exactly. That's very, very important for a Tuchel. Even the centre-backs, he has uh, re-enrolled Rudiger into the lineup and even Christensen to some extent. Yeah. Like they're all yeah. going back. So it's nice to see. Yeah. But yeah, I think City played much better in the second half. But I think it was too late because they couldn't breach the Chelsea defence by then. Thiago hmm. Silva put up a great performance that day. He got okay. injured like in the 70th minute. But he hmm. still carried it on until he could like just walk only. So he gave oh, his okay, all okay. for the club there. So like that, that, that gutsy Thiago performance we've yeah. seen in the Champions League a few times. And uh, like he exactly. didn't have to do that much for PSG in the local in the league in League One, but yeah. But yeah, in Champions uh, League he had to run his balls off. So. He has done that yeah. multiple times. Yeah. yeah. And even at that age, the performance he put over against Man City was great. And yeah, each and every game, I think it's three bad games for United uh, City. I think the Leeds won first where they mm-hmm. lost to Redford. They got unlucky. Mm-hmm. Because of the finishing mm. and everything. I mean, that's why you see mm. that they need a proper striker. In the Chelsea game yeah. also, they lacked a proper striker. They couldn't create proper chances. And even Kevin De Bruyne went off injured. So, it's not mm. been a good week. And even last night, they conceded in 20 seconds. Even though they won the game. But they yeah. got another red card. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the un- best of the week. Kind it of looking look weird so for City now. Like, they're looking weird. Like, it's not even... You can't yeah. even really explain it, can you? Like... Uh, What's going on and why yeah. they started I mean, faltering? Like the striker thing, like I don't we knew know. that was going to happen, but they had figured out how to not play with the striker. But uh, 
it's yeah uh, i mean it's the end of the season where they need the striker the most right now yeah that's yeah, like in hard moments that's when you need somebody to turn the game around for you yeah. and they've I'm got match winners could, that's the one thing they yeah. have they have a lot of match winners in that squad yeah forden and like gundogan have been in good form even riyad mahrez for yeah. that say i mean yeah. okay, i'm sorry uh, i didn't I, put I, him I, over sala oh no that's fine like that's okay like yeah i like him more don't worry i like him more But yeah, I think I, it was a I, good I, game. I, that that's your opinion. I honestly like. I it might sound rude, but I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> like that, just like the, the, you can choose what you want, right? Like I, I'm not. I'm no, not no. trying to change your opinion. Basically, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. I actually rate Riyad Mahrez over Salah, but it was the stats and everything. And like oh, I overall, I would. I, I I would much. I would much rather choose Salah over Riyad Mahrez. Like that just. Like okay, so I that's just, another discussion for yeah, another see, day. See. Yeah, like that's that's why I'm saying I couldn't care because that's these are personal opinions and I understand that we two look at football quite differently. So I understand mm-hmm. each exchange information to try and grow, but like we don't yeah. agree on a lot of things, and that it's is why we are not discussing it right now. So I could really couldn't care. Like if we had to debate yeah. on it, then I don't care because that would be a discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, moving let's get on, on to the second. Uh, I want to talk about one thing. I want to talk about yeah. the Timo Werner you mentioned. Timo mm-hmm. Werner is an excellent striker. Anybody who says he's not is kidding themselves. Like he might not score. That is fine. That's fair. That's a fair thing to say. He so then, would you call him game. an excellent striker? Or would you call him an excellent player? I would call him an excellent striker as well because Timo Werner, like he's not a, like not all strikers have to be work in every system, right? Like uh, uh, Anthony Martial does not work in every system. Like Oliver Giroud does not work in every system. A guy like. Uh, uh gonzalo higuain does not work in every system you have to play according to the system you have to play your striker according to the system so that is why like oguero currently does not fit in well into the manchester united uh, manchester city team why because yeah. the system has gone past him the system is not about Agu- oguero is not a key cog in that system anymore so that is why i believe timo werner is an excellent striker because timo werner first of all he's getting used to chelsea he's getting used to the league He's trying to understand exactly what all he can do and what all he can't do, and Tuchel is trying to figure out where exactly I can play this guy to get the maximum out of him, so that he's a twenty-goal scorer, uh, scorer for us next season. And I believe in the long term, Timo Werner and oh, yeah, Thomas sure. will figure it out. So I believe he's an excellent striker. Yeah, he has still a lot of years left in him. He's twenty-three, twenty-four, if I'm not wrong. No, he's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven? So yes. That's quite old. I thought he was still He's a youngster. Yeah, no, that that is why I think people are a bit surprised for about his performances this season because he's not exactly young. But still, mm. it's a, it's it's been the, the hardest season that these guys have ever played. So I'm not going to give too much shit to them. Like I don't believe in that concept of giving mm. them too much grief for uh, playing in like the hardest times we've seen as a global population. Okay, so let's move on to the second semi-final. I think this was even worse than the first one. I Barely anything it. happened. Barely anything happened. Southampton were uh, again they they fucked it up and they lost the game on their own terms. Oh yeah. And uh, Leicester scored the only goal that they had to score. And uh, I read this statistic. You know they're bottom of the league since the uh, January since after yeah, the Christmas. Yeah, I, I read that too. It's uh, it's been uh, it's been like they completely lost their way and. Uh, I don't know what the reason is. Like I can't figure it out. I haven't watched a lot of Southampton recently. 
But yeah, I think it's, it's, uh, it's mainly hard. related to the injuries of Danny Ings. They're already a small squad, you know. They can't afford. Well, Danny Ings is always going to be injured, so you can't go to Danny Ings as your excuse all the time. You have to. There are other things to blame for this, I believe. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, I mean, the squad depth is also very less. You know, they're not exactly a club of the top half. BBC Even can just top put six. it up to like they punched above their weight in the first half, and they're falling back to mean now. I don't. Yeah. Know. I don't know. I think. Because uh, like even advanced stats are uh, were in favor of Southampton in the uh, in the first half. Like they were doing well. It's not like they weren't creating chances and shit like that. They were creating and they were scoring. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. But uh, the second half they've completely fallen off a cliff. They did well against uh, uh, what do you call it Tottenham yesterday. But uh, not really, not really. So I'll we'll really? get back to that also. Not okay, really. Okay, fine. Like that was also I like saw, that was also what you them. said. The second half was the problem for them in that game, also. Yeah, that's. I think that's also another issue. Yeah, that's mm. that. You you hit the nail on the head again. The mm. first half they generally do well. They did that yeah, against United. Yeah, I wrote over the, the end of things, They completely lose control and they lose the plot and they get tired. And they we'll get just to that game. We'll also discuss yeah. Ryan Mason's debut as a manager. We'll yeah, get to yeah. that. Okay, okay. Let's, but, yeah. let's get on to uh, the Premier League fixtures that have been going on over the past week. Like it's been spread out. Mm. It's a long game week, and uh, let's talk about first of all. Uh, let's talk about Arsenal versus Fulham. I have oh, no clue about this. Did not watch it. Did not read about it. Nothing. I mean, uh, so it was a draw. I think Arsenal are doing pretty well in the first half. They just couldn't finish their chances. I mean, I'm going to be a bit biased. <laughs> I'm going to be a bit biased, obviously. I mean, even Mikel Arteta says they should have won the game, and I'm like, I kind of agree with him. But the problem yeah. is now Lacazette is injured. Aubameyang is injured. Ah, Lacazette was a key key guy for them. Exactly. Lacazette was their best player, I think. Like in the past couple of weeks, I think Lacazette exactly. has been the best Arsenal player. Exactly. Yeah. Now he's injured, so we're fucked for Everton and the semis against Villarreal if he doesn't come back by then. Ah, that's I mean, uh, that, 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 that. Now, now, now I'm start... starting to feel my excitement for next week because Champions League and Europa League will be back and we'll be able yeah, to... Yeah, it's not cancelled, you know. And the CSL nonsense will be done. So, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, continue, continue. Yeah, and then uh, the problem is now that we have to play Eddie Nikitai at strike. Yeah. Who's not a bad player, but he's not at first team starter, you know? He's, he's not, not a proven a... Premier League player anyways. Like, he's just exactly. not proven. Like, Smith Rowe and the other guys, the Joe Willock has proven himself as a Premier League player, but uh, and, yeah, and, yeah hasn't got been given just... the chance and he's not been able to do it till now. Yeah. He's gotten the chance, it's just that, you know, he scores the goals which he's given to, like, in front of the box if it's mm. like a seven yard shot or a tap and he'll score it. But, like, mm. you expect more from a player if you're uh, comp- competing in the top six, you know? You need yeah. more from a player. So, I think he can't provide mm. that right now. He's not at that stage. And so, How that's one he? problem. He's 20, 21. He's also... He's, okay, he's, he's so he's young him. enough. It should be fine. He's young. He should be able it's, to... It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. He'll get there, obviously. He has a great career ahead of him. But right now, he's not the striker that we should be starting in. And in that game, you know Gabriel Martinelli. He's just come back out of injuries again and again. And he's trying Ooh. to implement his, uh, what do you say, place in the squad. So, that mm. game was not exactly bad. But he looked greedy and selfish, which, as an Arsenal fan, uh, Arsenal uh, fan yeah, was kind of, kind of looks de- like it. Lo- uh, instead of greedy and selfish, I would kind of look like desperate because he hasn't played for so long. So yeah, I mean, I understand why he's trying to do it because exactly. he knows that the is why I use the word desperate rather than greedy because greedy implies that 
he couldn't give a shit like it's just that his desperation yeah, yeah. to prove his it's worth again because yeah i'd say sorry he lost oh, a lot of desperate. time and that these times this time counts so you can yeah uh, i mean like forgive him for you, that yeah bukoyo saka emil smith row getting good enough game time like they've implemented themselves in the squad gabriel martini yes. uh, martinelli is still not right there and he was he and came he, in before these guys so the second villain hmm yeah he was had a great season i think last year before getting injured but the problem is the hmm. second oba lakazet or i mean villian hmm. for that matter come back you know hmm. he's going to be benched so he tried he was trying really hard hmm. to get a goal and he took chances which he shouldn't hmm. have and like i saw this one tap hmm. in that he turned his body around hmm. and take a shot and sebayos was running in and he had a clear shot at goal hmm. and he missed that so i think we did lose quite a few points there Hmm. I mean, we could have won two. Well, does it really mean but anything? Yeah, I, I don't think Arsenal can get into the top four. Maybe top seven, top no, six. No, not top four, four. But you know, it's the difference between top seven and top ten is quite large for a club like Arsenal. Like and especially the timing team. of it, right? With the ESL announcement coming in the next day, and exactly. then you have this result against Fulham, a relegation team. Most likely, they're going to be relegated, and uh, oh, yeah. that's just See, that was, that they parked the bus. They quite literally bought the bus, like Jose Mourinho said. They bought the bus mm. and they parked it right there, and they just mm. left. So it was like, yeah, I mean, there's not okay, much to say about that. Yeah, let let let's get on with this. Let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about uh, Chelsea Brighton. I don't know what we're going to talk. About. Another boring game, see. dude. I started watching it and yeah. it just didn't click. So like Brighton it ended zero zero, anyways. And, yeah, uh, that's a Chelsea good result for find... for me for me personally because Manchester United just like it just gets better and better for. Manchester United and for West Ham and Leicester, these Leicester guys are really good. Also, yeah, they're quite close to Leicester. You know, if Leicester lose the next game, they might even lose the third place. Packed. That area is packed. Liverpool is not far behind. Yeah, and, uh, even Tottenham like, after uh, yesterday's win are like two points off top 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 four. Yeah, Tottenham bullshit. I'm not buying. I'm not going to buy that. I'm not going to buy that. I'm going to be I mean, very honest. Especially how scrappily they got through yesterday's result. Like ah, I couldn't buy that. I mean, and yeah. they don't have Harry Kane for you. Never know. Like how long Harry Kane is gone, you uh, like that is a big, big loss for them. That's, That's true. That's the only guy who actually played well for them se- this season consistently because mm. Son has been a bit up and down now. Son uh, operates properly when he's next to Kane. Yeah, and that that combination works really well. Mm. Uh, so okay, let's get on to. Uh, we are done with this. Uh, like Chelsea, Chelsea. Titan, I don't think we need to really discuss. Yeah, so, I don't think there was much in the game. Yeah, Chelsea held their would you ground? They couldn't find their chances or anything. But yeah, yeah another so, game where Brighton didn't score in the uh, Stamford Bridge. Yeah, whatever. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk about Leeds Liverpool. At least this was. Yeah, a... see, see, this is where the fun comes, where all the ESL teams are drawing against newly promoted teams and everything, and claiming to be the top teams. You know, it was just the best week for that. The irony came out. <sighs> Like I don't get it. Like, like how can you watch even like five fixtures this season for Liverpool or Arsenal or Man United and Tottenham and Chelsea and Man City and say, ah, we don't belong here. We are too good for these guys. Fuck the, like, yeah. like get the fuck out of here. Like, what nonsense are you lost against ten men leads? You know, they don't deserve like, that. I... Right well, they yeah, they won in the league. end, but like whatever, like it was it was a hard graft. And I think I think that's the biggest the, the biggest reason why it was such a hard fixture for Liverpool was that the announcement last night like did really shook mm. them. I think it uh, like it and it's understandable, right? Like you're playing, uh, uh, like you're supposed to go out and play tomorrow and the night before, like something that completely completely blows your whole world apart. Like you don't know what's going to happen in the next twenty four hours, like. 
you have no idea how to take this in and how to understand and how to move forward with these things and then you're supposed to go out and play leads it becomes the most insignificant fixture of the time and, and plus uh, leads just by the shorts where champions league you got to earn it you know they're just mocking they're taking yeah, the piss yeah I, I i i like that but they shouldn't have put it in the liverpool locker room like that's just a bit unfair it's not yeah, their fault see that's just getting in their head they, yeah. they get a bit hasty with their pr sometimes leads like they did it with the karen uh, uh i don't remember her full name they when they tried to completely screw her over like by basically sending the twitter mob in her direction and she had a hard time with it and it was really hard to watch it was really bad yeah. I'm, i'm really struggling on the last name i'm so sorry and uh, i have no clue about the incident you're talking about so i can't really say no when uh, leeds united like she was talking about uh, uh what do you call it um Uh, she was talking about uh, leeds united dropping off uh, like the pandemic uh, break really helped them recharge and get on with the last set of fixtures that they had to play to qualify for the yeah. premier league so she was talking about that and said she, she she had a very valid point in the sense that the previous year leeds had a very bad end to the season because they just tired out and bielsa's yeah. thing just tired them out and she, the point that she made was absolutely valid and then you can't just pick and choose three four sentences that she said and presented as the whole context like because i watched the whole interview afterward and i watched her again and again because she's really big in the women's circuit and uh, like she's always hosting half time shows and she's a very important uh, comment uh, uh, pundit for these things so and she she knows her shit like there is no doubt about it so that is why p- putting that twitter army uh behind her and uh, like you can imagine how bad it gets being a woman in the world is very is a, one of it's much harder than being a guy and then when the, you have mm. the football twitter mob on you like they'll tell you like they don't know shit themselves but they'll tell you all kinds of things that you don't know which are completely untrue mm. and blasphemous and it's uh, it was hard and she she suffered from it like and you could clearly see like she had to close down her social media for a couple of days and uh, i don't know if it's back on again but yeah it was uh, it was ridiculous what plus they, you know they, getting back to the game they have to work on it plus you know getting back to the game even i think leeds yeah. players and everything should have known liverpool players and staff didn't have anything to do with it so i mean that's just yeah, demotivating like, them for the game like the like you don't have to put it in the locker room wear the t-shirt that's fine that yeah. doesn't send a message directly to the liverpool then your players, right? message is direct is going to the club then it's going to the club it's, that's different it's being broadcasted it's being broadcasted yeah. so it's going out to everyone but if you hmm. put it in their locker room then it becomes You're like the that you guys are at fault and that's unfair that is absolutely unfair yeah i think even eurogrid club spoke against this while they were they were warming up or something like that would have been fair like if batrick bamford walks up to james miller and says dude you want to wear this and yeah. then uh, like that i would have still understood but uh, i'm pretty sure james miller or jordan henderson would have worn it all they would have worn it like jordan henderson i'm pretty yeah. sure was not at the fixture from a player like with the players because he's injured but yeah i'm but he, he might have worn it. it yeah but yeah like like you could have done it like there is a unity that had to be there which was lacking it's not even the leeds players fault it's the fault of the pr the man- marketing that leeds do they they and i gave you an example they've been hasty before they yeah. were hasty again they could have handled this better okay so um, don't uh, anyway leeds put up a better performance in the second half than the first and they managed to get the draw So I think it was a good yeah, draw Trent for them. Trent again scored, so the Euro thing will go on rumbling. Trent let's, let's assisted, assisted. Trent assisted. Ah, assisted. My bad. Who was the scorer? It was a good assist, though. It was a good assist. Uh, Sadio Mane scored, scored an goal? open goal. Open goal. 
tap and he scored a tap. Sadio Mane scored the second goal. Who scored the first goal then? I thought he scored one, the one, goal. one. It was one all. It was one all. Leeds United. I thought it was two one. They scored in the end, didn't they? No, that was I'm Leeds. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, they managed to get the draw. That's why it was the piss taking. It's been a hard week, guys. I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was one all, I think. Leeds. Yeah. Anyways, okay, okay, moving okay. on. Let's move on to Everton Spurs. Like, do we have to talk about this one? It was a zero zero, wasn't it? It was two all, bro. You're completely two out of the score. Two. Oh, I remember Harry Kane scored two and got injured. I'm completely yeah. lost, man. I'm completely, both of these, the goals were gifted spread too. out. And that 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 becomes an event. Like it becomes like a like in Avengers Endgame, the yeah. uh, the blip. Or what they called it. It's kind of like that. Like everything mm. before the blip, completely forgotten. After the blip, I'm trying to live with the consequences. Mm. It, it, like there's some personal reason behind it also. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's your choice, yeah. obviously. So yeah, 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 yeah. Everton. Good attack. Shit defense. Bro, uh, the Keen and their <laughs> defensive partnership. My God. The I saw the goals everything. in this one, yeah. Like, they were two, like, Kane just got Drop, set up right in front. Drops off to Harry Kane for shooting it first time and blasting it into the net. Like, he was ruthless in front. Well, that's what I he's mean, going to yeah. do. That's Harry Kane. Like, we've been seeing exactly. that for the past eight, six, eight seasons uh, almost. I don't he know. takes his chances and the f- they fucked up right in front of the best striker in the Premier League. Even the world, I mean, yeah. to some extent. One of the best. And they thought he'll forgive them. <laughs> Left foot, right foot, devastating. He completely ruined the defense. You're lagging out again. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the like and Dombley's assist for the first one was pretty good. Like the ball was good. It didn't. Uh, it kind of had. He needed a bit of luck, but that ball was good. Oh yeah. The cross that he put in for the first one. Hmm. Fair, fair. I mean, yeah. what do you yeah. say? Sigurdsson's second goal was amazing. Where he placed it from outside the box to. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I think it the was lofted a... ball he got from Coleman. Though mm-hmm. even at the bounce, he like. Shaped his foot in such a way that was a that good, good goal. Yeah, 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 was I, a good goal. I remember it, it from the Coleman game. ball. He kind of cut back yeah. to Sigurdsson. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he cut it back to Sigurdsson. It was mm-hmm. great. It was a good goal. So yeah, I mean yeah. that was good to see that. Richardson yeah. missed a bit of chances. I mean, he looked a bit desperate in the game. He missed a few chances. Yeah, Richardson has had a weird second half of the season anyway. So I'm not surprised yeah. he kind of snatched at a chance. Mm. So uh, I guess you can move on to the next one. Like. Uh, Ah, this good one was good. This was a pretty good fixture. Newcastle West Ham. The that was a this was another draw, right? When Joe no Newcastle no, won. No, this Newcastle game. won. Three two. Yeah. Joe, Joe Willock with the late goal. goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Joe Willock scored and uh, Lingard scored again and got injured. So this is uh, yeah. Lingard got injured. Did, did we, do we have any news on what's with the up with the Lingard's injury? How long he's out? Any idea? I have no clue. I didn't even watch this game. I really thought Newcastle yeah, would I, be I one of the games which would be interesting. I I watched that. Yes, I watched Barca Athletic. Uh, I watched Messi's uh, the Messi goal. Oh my God, that was something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I much rather talk about the Messi goal and that match. Like that that was a that's a hard one to watch honestly as a final because uh, second half Barca just took the they just ruined Athletic Bilbao and it was really bad. Like I felt really bad for them because they guys played two finals and didn't win either of them mm. and. Uh, like in in the same month, like it's it's a mirac- it's a brilliant achievement by Athletic Bilbao, what they did, and uh, plus hats off to the captain for staying at the ceremony when the other players are celebrated and he's just clapping like okay, fair play to you. It Lord, was Iker Munian, wasn't it? Yeah, Iker Munian. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, 
good to see good player he's played for spain also pretty, yeah, pretty yeah, good yeah. like he's excellent player like uh, he doesn't need me to tell him that but yeah like just so that i can appreciate his skill and uh, so i'm i like may as well skip the west ham and we we'll, we can we we can we can say that we talked about the uh, copa del rey final instead like that should be what it is right we talk about the games that we watched and we enjoyed like uh, mm. messi was again purring and i think uh, i thought uh, who was off i think the rumor was going on that he might be extending his contract for serginio dest no? was pretty good yeah but i don't i don't i think that's going to like i'm not going to be very surprised because like he's found his reason to stay i think this season he's found yeah. those guys he's found pedri and frankie deon and these guys he can see him being the mentor for these guys and helping them take he might not be part of the next champions league winning team for this club but uh, i think they finally understood that messi they'll can, win the league next season messi will be the rebuild messi will be part of the rebuild messi will be the guy who leaves the club in these hands and these guys will then carry them on like what cantona did for manchester united and uh, yeah it's like a complete cycle being mentored by ronaldinho and now he's becoming the mentor of the yeah, club and then the young guys Like Ronaldinho yeah. is a terrible mentor, just to, just so so that we get that on board. No, like, uh, I mean on the pinch, on the pinch. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. no, no. He's a great guy to hang out with and stuff. But yeah, mentorship. Uh, I think Messi. No, 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 no. Much better job. No, I know no, what you're I, saying. I, I know what you're saying, Ayush. I'm not. I'm not uh, misconstruing what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, we just have to put this out. The guy was recently I mean, in jail. Uh, a couple of year ago basically in the pandemic no no no, no. So i what i was trying to say i know you're not going yeah against. i know I what you're saying, saying. yeah yeah just so, what i mean i'm just happy that messi learned from him on the pitch and not on his life mm-hmm. basis and how he partied and everything yes 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 I mean, yes, yes. Oh, happy, uh, like, uh, yes absolutely like right yes yeah. yes yes absolutely yeah yeah you <laughs> so i think so, yeah okay. <laughs> we're not okay, so saying, you wanted to i mean Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understood what you're saying, but I think mm. yeah, just to be clear, like may as well yeah. have any anybody else um, uh, make be a like. Oh, so you want Messi to party and everything? No, no, no. We're not yeah, saying yeah, that. No, no, not what we're saying at all. Yes. Just so let's go on to Ryan Mason's debut. I'm, I'm, you're very. I think we should cover City versus Aston Villa, and then we'll get into the debut. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, we can do that. No worries. So we'll. I think we'll end off with a strong bit of like what happened and everything. Yeah. So city versus Aston Villa. Oh my God! No, we'll t- we'll end on a bit of a topic. Like we'll we'll do we'll do yeah. something away from this. Like we'll talk mm. a bit more about some interesting something different. Okay, so uh, go ahead with uh, City Aston Villa. Twenty two seconds. You said they already scored. Oh yeah, John that was, was the second fastest. That was the fa- second fastest goal in the Premier League this season. And yeah. my God, John Stones had a terrible game last night. It was like you know yeah. he's a great <laughs> defender and everything, but he's still young. I mean, not exactly. I think exactly was, young, I think yeah. that was something like that was going to happen to him, right? He had such an excellent season, and like John Stone has always been a bit like that. He's always got that mistake in him. Yeah, I think Victor I mean, Lindelof falls in the same bracket sometimes. Like you can always feel it, like that something is going to fuck up, and uh, this guy mm-hmm. is going to be the one who's going to cause that. But uh, like, if with the form John Stone has been in this season, you can forget it's that. Overall, it's that overall is fine. Yeah. yeah, you can have one off game. It's fine. Fun, yeah, in yes. the second yes. tackle, he Especially got the ball. Especially when you got the result as a team, so yeah, it worked out at the end. They won't be happy about it, but they live with it. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah. You're night. right. Yeah. yeah, so I think the first. I mean, City played well since the second. Like they weren't ready or awake at the first twenty seconds of the game, and Aston mm. Villa completely caught them off guard. Ollie Watkins mm. again at the heart of the things. I mm. mean, for the first time, I thought 
they play against Manchester City, arguably one of the best teams in the country, statistically and everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe not on form, but yeah, like they're at least Aston Villa are not nowhere near to them in squad depth and everything. And I thought they didn't even have Jack Grealish to breaking up the defense would be a problem. Mm-hmm. But they caught them off guard in the first 20 seconds and I, I bit my own tongue and I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good match. <laughs> and Man City got back on track and like they pulled up and Phil Foden again, the harder things. I think Bernardo Silva, Riyad Mahrez and Phil Foden were three workers for Manchester City. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, yeah, I agree. They have learned how to work without a, what do you say, a proper striker. Yeah. And that works yeah. out like 75 to 79%. But it's the 20%, the last 20% is what wins you the yeah, extra like, title. Uh, I think League. that 20% they need for an all-conquering, all-conquering side. Like what Liverpool yeah, did. If they, and what, uh, they can't uh, win the quadruple. Barcelona now. did and these guys did. Like to, to win everything and to be like, like just across the land, people should be scared of your name. Yeah, they did this in 2017, but they couldn't convert it with the Champions League. A Champions League is necessary for you to be an all-conquering side, in my opinion. That's so, true. That's true. That is the key part of the treble or the quadruple. Yes, and uh, that is where uh, I think uh, Jurgen Klopp edged uh, Pep Guardiola as uh, the master of the past five years because Klopp was able to win everything that was there to win. Like I'm not saying Klopp is better. Like I like him more. But uh, I'm just saying that uh, Klopp has a bit of an edge over this time period. That's all. Yeah, I think he they had the key that we came he came second with 97 points and the Champions League. Mm. So I think he had that. I mean, he managed yeah. to get as much out of both because of them. That leagues. is a that is the best season you could do. 97 points and a Champions League. That is ridiculous. Yeah, it was and then really next year you completely romp the Premier League. Like you ruin it. Yeah. You make it sad to watch. Like, second half of the season, I think even Liverpool fans after a point were like, fuck this, we'll just wait for the championship parade. Who cares? They weren't exactly <laughs> the best team of the Premier League each and every game. But they managed to get the results like unlike last year. Yeah, like that's what you have to be. That's what you have yeah. to be. You don't have to be the most swashbuckling team all the time. You just because, have to get uh, those are like, United yeah, are doing sometimes this. Sometimes you just have to grind it out. And that's where the, the core of this team, Van Dijk, Quality, is yeah. so, 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 so important. Okay. So, uh, Man City came back into the game. They settled and into they, their rhythms. John Stones they... got a red card for a tackle. I mean, he got the ball at the first time. But, you know, it was the boot to show. The start must have been so, up and it would have hit yeah. him. Uh, hit the uh, player yeah. tackling. So, it's not exactly yeah, the so defender's fault. Like, but you, you can't just go in uh, all ends up and uh, expect to get away with it. Mm. Serious foul play. So, yeah, I think they got their tactics right. Hmm. And they managed to get the win. They got in Laporte after that. And they sat back. Hmm. And they got hmm. the win. So, it's fine. It's three points in the bag. There's no one taking the title. Yeah, I think, they just, I think but that, that kills the league race, isn't it? If they would have lost this one or drawn this one, Manchester United could have had a sniff. Because Manchester United are able to grind results out. Like, I watched yeah, a bit they, of the Burnley game. And, they grinded uh, like the, the first half, the they were pretty bad. Minutes. Like They were pretty average. They weren't able to create much. Burnley were able to counter as well. Like, uh, mm-hmm. United lost, uh, lacked a bit of a finishing touch. But then in the second half, uh, when Cavani came on and Greenwood was able to play off a bit, Greenwood was the spiciest player on the pitch. He was so good. Oh, yeah. He's he been so in good. great form in the past month or so. Yeah. He's like, finally yeah, he's showing good. that he's also I, I hope they the... don't consider him for the Euros. Like, that's too early. Like, I think they should just... Like, oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't think they will because of the squad depth they have. They have too many players, man. You don't have to get every 18, 19 year old who's playing well into the team. Like, play a team which can actually win you a tournament. You don't have to keep growing players. Like, 
they can be That's grown true. at a later time you have an under 23 and an under 21 for that purpose like use it for that mm. you had a euros like you didn't take any of the young players jude bellingham and all these guys did not even go to that tournament and you you brought them into the senior squad what for is jude bellingham going to win you a european championship or a world cup in two years oh no i don't think so he's 17 years old you can't put that pressure on him you can't put that pressure on him there is no need to put that pressure on him like i'm exactly. not saying jude bellingham yeah. is not good enough he is good enough but you have to inculcate a growth and a habit like in spain they did that like in germany they did that and they went on to win world cups because they put exactly. trained their players with uh, under 23 championships and under 21 championships and under 20, under 17 championships where they went they were the best team out there they won those tournaments the players got used to the format they got used to how to win these tournaments and those kinds of experiences are vitally important that I don't really talk about enough those experiences mm. are what drag you to a world cup because that core unites at 17 and that core can drag you to when they are 28 when they are at the peak of their powers they'll get you the 2010 world cup they'll get you the 2008 and 2012 euros that's what you're supposed to do that is a blueprint right there for you you don't have to blood these guys into the senior squad too early you can play you can bring them through and then you will have your core that is going to go and win you international championships yeah I agree. Yeah. So I think we can end on the Ryan Mason debut game. Yeah. So, so here's what happened. Did you watch the game? No, man. Like I, I couldn't mm. care. Tottenham. I'm. Uh, I used to watch it during Pochettino's time. I've stopped after Mourinho, and I'm gotten back. Oh yeah, yeah. Coach. I just tried to watch it because I had to write a snippet, and I wanted to see what this new manager is about. Is he going to be something yeah. different to Tottenham? Is he going to get the Pochettino yeah. good days back? and like mm. from the first half it looked like they were completely fucked and they couldn't wait for julian nagelsman to come to them like they looked is julian nagelsman going to really come like that i i don't buy that rumor for a second you know it's not that i don't buy the rumor it's that i think he's the right man for the job his rebuilds at hoffenheim and leipzig they worked out and i think tottenham exactly like technically was not a rebuild like let's just be clear about it they not a rebuild but like he did well No, he's done well. I'm not saying that. I'm, not, I'm yeah. just like, like I thought it's important to point that out that it technically was not a rebuild because the club had been built for him and they waited a whole year to get him on board. Like they they had announced in the, a season beforehand that Julian Nagelsmann is going to join us from Hoffenheim, like a whole year beforehand, and they were building towards it as Leipzig did. But I just I, think I don't see what anything. he did without their main striker Timo Werner and everything. I think it was brilliant. I think it's a they, great. They, they, they've had a great season. Like last year was yeah. great. This year has been great, especially with the lack of Timo Werner, as you rightly yeah. pointed out. Yeah, he was their top scorer, and I think so. Yeah, I agree. But mm. yeah, I right now believe that what Tottenham need is a rebuild, like desperately needed. They need to get rid of the old board. Like they need like seventy mm. to sixty-five percent of a new squad, where mm. like they need new players and everything. Something like Inter Milan, they, they want to get. Yeah, yeah, I mean, their club wasn't yeah. spending with Pochettino. They spent it with Jose yes. Mourinho when they thought they actually need to spend. Now they can't yeah. go. There's no two ways about it. Pochettino yeah. can only get you this far without money. You know, that's fair. Yes, but yeah, every team needs money and every every team needs players. So like Spurs mm. were absolutely abysmal in the first half. I didn't mm. like one bit. I mean, I already don't keen Spurs due to be them being rival, but they were mm. actually poor to watch. And Southampton, they were mm. being played by Southampton. Like mm. they had a brilliant first half. Shea Adams, or uh, what do you say, Sorry. Danny Ings? They were brilliant. Ward Prowse were amazing, 
and the mm-hmm. only best player for Spurs in the first half was Hugo Lloris. The amount of saves that guy made, they could have easily been three nil. I mean, he made two quick reaction saves from mm-hmm. blind, like he couldn't even like I don't know how he made that dude. Mm-hmm. It was honestly brilliant. Okay. And the second half, I don't know what Ryan Mason said in the locker room and everything, and they start jelling. He caused a few mistakes and everything. He was also the mm. reason why their first second goal was disallowed. He was in the line of, uh, would you say, the keeper? Who's the ah, Lucas Mora, right? Yeah, he wasn't I think having the best. Foster game. was playing. Was yeah, Fraser Foster playing or Alex McCarthy was playing? I'm not sure. I think it was McCarthy, and he was okay. in the line of McCarthy. And then you know he mm. even took away from chances from Sun, which he could have converted. But it was not the best game. Mm. But they still managed to win. And another mm. dodgy penalty. It was, I think, it was just right inside the box. He made a tackle in the air ah, and everything. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. it was like in the end of the box. So yeah, I mm. think Tottenham had a good end to the match. They were better the second half. They picked up for the first half performance that won't get them near top four. Even though their chances are very sleek and thin, with uh, that performance yeah, in the first to... half, they're not getting their top nowhere. four. I'm not. Uh... Okay, bro, let's just. Um... They're good, but okay, I, guess this... I mean, there are better sides. Yeah, and uh, their sides with better form also, and with less exactly. turmoil, especially after this. So okay, you brought up the top four. Let's let's just talk about it once. Let's talk about what four teams we think are going to end up in the top four. So uh, I guess you, you should go first. Like okay, okay fine, I'll, I'll go start. first. So first start? one is obviously Manchester City. Okay, Second no one brainer. is obviously Manchester United because these two okay. clubs are almost guaranteed those places. Like uh, even mm. probabilities like suggest. That these like these two positions are set in stone almost. The third one I would expect honestly. Okay. Uh, see, I think Chelsea will finish third, and uh, I expect West Ham to finish fourth. Leicester would be fifth. No, Leicester would be sixth, and Liverpool would be fifth, according to me. I'm going off a bit of a top of my head, but yeah, that's just how I feel these clubs. Are. So we'll just do top six, I guess, because the real yeah. fighting spots are third, fourth, and fifth, sixth. Yeah. I think. And City and United are third. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Tottenham. I couldn't care less. Yeah. So now here's the feeling I'm having. So Man City first, obviously. Second, United. Hmm. Third, I think the top hmm. four. I agree with you completely. I not completely hmm. actually. I'm still having a doubt over West Ham or Leicester City. But in current form, yeah. if Leicester City do win, or hmm. yeah, I don't see them coming. I think they'll come fifth too. I think six Tottenham might steal it. I think Liverpool still. Haven't started gelling completely to get into the mm. fight, and they might even drop to seventh if they put a performance like Leeds in the second half, like they were being dominated and everything. I don't think they're coming over mm. on top. Plus, I'm not sure if the fixtures they have are remaining against top clubs or not. But mm. if they're against relegation battling sides, Leicester have an excellent schedule. At that, I can tell you that much. Leicester have an excellent schedule from your. Excellent. Is it against relegation sides? They don't have any top-level fixtures. I think one or two max. Max one or two. I play Dude, FPL, right? So I have to check then. these things for for my game weeks. Yeah. No, 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 no. Here's the problem, right? In the last five oh game weeks, in the last five game weeks, a team hmm. which is fighting for surviving in the Premier League and the players are actually getting their wages reduced, they play hmm. like top elite clubs. This happens every year. So I'm. Hmm. I hope those like, become those become Liverpool. very important and tough fixtures for the sides. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. like they fight with their lives. Then, then every team is playing like hmm. BL sub all. 
like they don't give like they want their wages the what press prom has started doing basically they don't care anymore they'll just go out and they'll go and play their game and try and do as much as exactly and yeah. i think even fulham still have a shot of escaping if newcastle i think newcastle are still yeah. getting over the line and everything they're trying the best yeah, these but three i think clubs, that win at west ham i think the west ham the yeah. win against west ham i think that really pushed it away like i think the relegation yeah but i still think good. they're not going to stop cuz they have to fight and i think these three yeah, sides I'm not, be like yeah, elite I, I football agree with you, yes. in the last few weeks mm. in the last few weeks mm. they'll play elite football they'll be unstoppable so if liverpool have fixtures against them i don't think liverpool will manage to get a win or if it will be it'll be a really hard mm. win Because these clubs would kind of like not underestimate, but they'd much rather have against rather than a top side. Yeah, I think it's more about not being unstoppable or anything. I think it's more about just giving it a shot. They'll give it everything they have. They'll give a shot. They'll they can at least be like, okay, we we got relegated, but we like unlike Sheffield United who were doomed from the beginning, we went down fighting. The rest punched and clawed and smashed our way and tried to get up, and uh, it wasn't enough. They'll make it hard for you. Like that's just sport. They, they'll they'll make it hard for Liverpool and for like they Tottenham will, yes, also. Yes, against. absolutely. Yes, I'd rather no, much Liverpool. Have Leicester Arsenal. has a club with the good fixtures. Like I don't know if they're relegation yeah, fixtures. Yeah, Leicester. They have relatively good fixtures and uh, they're middling side. See I if they're like they have a lot of big. If they're like, left. if they're like against twelfth or thirteenth position, then it's fine because they have they're hmm. like they're staying in the league. That, they have nothing, nothing to fight for right now. Yeah, there's nothing like even yeah. if they finish 14th or 11th, it won't make much of a difference as long mm. as they're staying up. It's the 15th, mm. 16th, 17th these sides yeah, which have yeah, like yeah, relegation yeah. scares in the. The word mathematically they'll, still in the mix. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They'll run their ass right, off yes. and they'll give each and every yes. match of fun. So like, it's going to mm. be fun. But yeah, yeah, I think top four we both have the same idea: Man City, United, Chelsea, West Ham. And Who are your sixth? Uh, fifth and sixth. Oh, so you're expecting Leicester and Liverpool in fifth and sixth. Six Tottenham. If Ryan Mason's Le- uh, Leicester Tottenham Ooh. Liverpool seventh. I'm Ooh. still having my doubts with the Liverpool that side. That is one. I can have performance against. I thought my take was hot, and ah, I love it. I love it. Ayush, that is excellent stuff. <laughs> I like I this is something it, like man. if anyone else who barely watches football would say I'm dumb. I I they like they'll completely go against me. But if people actually watch how Liverpool have been playing, like the on and off games, I, I love your take, man. Be... That's a bold one. I love it. That is awesome shit. You're lagging. <laughs> I uh, yeah. What can we do now? Like we have to live with it for this week. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love that take, said. man. I, I love oh, that take. That's it's a saying, hot take. That's it's a hot take. That's why we're ending on it. I am. Um, that's a spicy. That's why we're ending on it. Like a hot wing steak, like that YouTube show. <laughs> mm. Somebody is going to be bawling their eyes out by the end of this. It just comes true. <laughs> this could be, you know, a title of our clip. You know, Liverpool at seventh question mark exclamation mark. It might happen, dude. I'm telling you. Nah, we'll They're tempt it. Nah, we'll have one spicy hot take at the end. Kind of, we'll tempt it. Yeah. Okay. Like put a clip of this out. <laughs> uh, mm. So, uh, I I think that's all we have for this week. Uh, and it's been uh, it's been a hard week for all of us for all football fans mm-hmm. and uh, we appreciate you watching this if you do watch it and um, hopefully you'll start listening to us on uh, google podcasts and spotify and a couple of other podcast platforms that we've started coming out on this episode should be out on those platforms soon as well if not today but at least by tomorrow uh, so 
like uh, that depends on me so i'll do it whenever i want to do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so that's uh, that's it from our side it's me amshuman and uh, with me is ayush again like and uh, please follow us on instagram at the pl report follow us on uh, on subscribe like and share our youtube channel and uh, keep up with uh, everything through uh, our personal accounts and instagram accounts and all the details are in the description and um, i hope you join us again next week uh, okay uh, an important announcement for next week uh, from next week because of the champion league semi finals me and ayush plan on going out twice a week we'll do tuesdays and fridays so uh, tuesday we'll talk about the premier league we don't want to make one and a half hour pods even this one got long don't want to do that yeah. we want to keep it to 40 45 minutes so that people are able to enjoy it and we are also more concise with the information that we are talking about so we'll go out on tuesdays we'll be live around this time only on both tuesdays and fridays uh, 6 pm india and uh, 1:30 pm uh, uh, ireland or england or uh, early in the morning in the us and uh, so we doing it twice on friday we'll talk about the champions league and the europa league because both of our teams are in the europa league semi finals so we'll definitely talk a lot about those games and uh, this is just for two weeks then i think we'll go back to our thursday schedule or do you want to do it on tuesdays from now on ayush like we'll, we'll figure that I one out i think there'll be we we'll, we'll see that we'll see that we'll see what ways we are comfortable with and what days you guys are comfortable with watching us and uh, then we'll make our decision then and we'll let you know by next week obviously because we have two weeks of this of the semi finals and then we might do some special shows and uh, stuff like that for uh, the end of the season uh, we haven't thought too much about it but we'll definitely take that into consideration if you have any ideas please let us know in the youtube comments and uh, let us know instagram page comments whatever yeah all right that's it for today guys thank you for questions we'll do next mail back you should have question Yeah so that's it for today guys uh, and uh, thank you very much as i you said and uh, stay safe stay happy thank you thank you